1: Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the mid middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Hello everyone,
0: I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely fine, but driving to today's guest's house, I uh, was a couple of minutes around the corner, I looked out the window and I saw a shop that I think was called Bravo Motorcycles and I saw all the motorbikes outside and I thought, it came from nowhere. I could see myself in one of them. Oh, wow. I don't go on roller coasters. (laughs) I don't like speed or danger or risk or the cold or any kind of outdoor clothing, in fact. No. Which signals to me that some sort of catastrophic midlife (laughs) crisis is clearly in the post. This is your euphoria. I'm going to try and get my hands in a Ferrari and fuck the personal trainer that I don't have. Better get one. I think it might be as a result of the fact that I stayed out till 4am on Thursday night. <laughs> and I am no longer... Who are you?
1: I don't know. What going she's going to be a leather-wearing, four in the morning, uh, like, what is going on? Gimp mask, hot tub. <laughs> All <laughs> of oh, name it. Oh, wow. Oh, Smothering so yourself
2: in kimchi. Oh. Uh,
1: something
0: is happening. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it's good, so watch the space where, in fact, don't, turn away, turn away. There is nothing to see here. Emily, how are you?
2: I, mean, shocked. I love
1: That's it. I is. am. I am actually, really, Emily, I'm, I'm actually fine, but I'm shocked. No, just as you are kind of embracing your mid-alt crisis with leathers and, God knows, I've become... A cold water bore. Well, I could have
0: told you that. <laughs> oh, no.
1: I have. <laughs> Not you. I know. And actually, regular listeners will know about my cold water swimming, but I went swimming on Saturday and it was four degrees and I have literally told everybody I've met, including <laughs> all of you, including you guys, our guests today, including the butcher. I mean, literally, there was no end to my, hi, how are you? It's a bit nippy out. I was swimming this morning. I mean, absolutely <laughs> everybody I spoke to. So there I am. You now, I'm found br- Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> she, is she still
2: talking? I've stopped listening. I like, the is- minute she said cold water swimming, I just went oh. into a sort of catatonic state. My brain just stopped, <gasps> shut down and stopped wow. inputting the information. <laughs> fuck's sake,
1: Emily! I know, fuck's sake, Emmy. So I'm a bore, but speaking of people who are not bores, we are delighted to welcome back our old friends, the Scummy Mummies, to the Yay! podcast. Hurrah. Hello, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne make women across the country feel better about their scumminess. Their incredibly popular podcast has been going since... oh 2013. 2013. Yes. I mean, that is... Old school. Mm. Their live shows are a sellout, and we get to hang out with them today and release our inner shame. And I have to tell you that when I typed this out, it spell checked it to release our inner shame. So I'm looking forward. <laughs> oh, which <Ward> one? Richie? <laughs>
2: How exciting.
1: <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to meeting him. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, Scummy Mummies. How oh, are good.
3: you? Oh, good. I, I'm absolutely fine. Uh, but, I, you know, obviously still very much divorced and, and sort of navigating the the rich tapestry of mm. holidays and who gets the kids when so that's uh yeah i'm incandescent with rage but but, <laughs> on the, on the, but on the flip side because the children will have some time with the other parent i get to spend time with family in australia so listen that's all right
0: oh look at you looking on the bright side i know me
3: being all positive polly uh, I yes i'm very very excited about going back to australia and get to see my mum and my sister and have a bit of hot weather and you know deal with uh, life-threatening insects and and animals. Uh, <laughs> it'd be all
0: good. Okay, it's it one hot. of the many reasons I never want to go to Australia. Mm, I understand. Spiders and jellyfish.
2: Yeah, mm. it's the racism that really does. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, top, a top note of racism. Yes, yes that's yes. it.
0: It's
3: a healthy, uh-huh. healthy yes. top note coming a through. It's Yes, <laughs> I understand.
2: How are you, Ellie? I'm absolutely fine. But uh, yes, I yeah, like, like there's a lot going on, isn't there? A lot of people I know are ill and that sort of thing. But I'm trying to deal with sort of the big things by focusing on the small things that really upset me. <laughs> I find that if I channel my rage into that, mm. that's that's quite good, isn't it? Uh, so today, uh, I'm glad you're here because perhaps we can we can workshop this together. <laughs> Mainly annoyed. (laughs) because um, i was thinking about your bike right so I, i i had a midlife crisis and i bought myself a second-hand porsche what here? Yeah. No, out the front. It's out the front Shut. Is it, is, it's it it like, is it like a really shit Porsche? I yeah, love really a really shit sh- Porsche. No, it's twenty. It's twenty years old. Yeah, it's, very it's good. got like a CD player. And is it like, a it's, all creaky. Yes. it's a Boxster? Yeah, oh, it's a Boxster. A, it's a, a woman's car, as several several oh. men have told me. My it's husband navy barely blue. in it. It's lovely. It's navy blue. It's got butterscotch leather interiors. I love and that. And it's really old and creaky and noisy. And I've really like spent hundreds of pounds fixing it and all of that. And it's really shit. And it was relatively very cheap. So yes, but I love it. I love it to bits and I love cruising around a it with the top down, even in the snow, just like just coat on top down. Let's and I... do it. Will you take me for a ride? Oh, yes, oh, yes. 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 please. <laughs> That's so
1: funny. Oh, I, don't I, see I, that I, very I drove often. it to
2: Helen's house recently to do some work and um, we just went. And when I came out of Helen's house, her enormous ginger cat was sat on the fabric roof <gasps> of my midlife crisis Porsche and covered it in hair, which is still there <laughs> so that I'm channeling I'm, all my annoyance with the world and everything that's going on in the world um, both personally and politically I'm just channeling into being pissed off with Helen's cat so not you cause not, you didn't tell it to sit on my car no I, I did didn't train not. it no, to no, no, you, but it's yes. still a fucking shit bag isn't it Yeah, so you great. will
1: not piss off with Helen's pussy just her cat <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's right yes <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is just as hairy from what I hear. Yes, yes, yes.
0: I know what you mean about the small things, though. There is something very comforting in this, like, frankly terrible time about micro disasters. Mm, mm. And when they happen, and in this case it's cat hair, in my case it's often cat sick.
2: Yeah. You just oh, think, no.
0: oh, well, that's fine. I mean, it could be worse. I'll just focus all my aggression and misery on that and then, you know, I can let the rest of the stuff go.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Things that, like, piss me off, like I banged my head... On an open cupboard, you know that those, oh, those sort of things. You know when, like, I'd got something out and then I bent down and then whacked it so hard. I said like about eight different swear words in a row. <laughs> <The kids laughs> was like,
2: Fuck it, can like, "Fucking at all!
3: The kids just came and went. What? I was like, I my
0: head. <laughs> oh, I'm stubbing horrid. my toe a lot at the oh, moment. It's oh. so on my depth perception as you know, even more. I'm just braxic, even worse than usual. I stubbed it two nights ago and it really hurt and it still hurts and I wonder if it might be broken and I'm sort of forensically examining it to see if it's got a bit more purpley if the nail's fallen off with active delight though mm.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: because it could be fucking worse <laughs> so I should say we're recording this at Ellie's house <sighs> and, 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 and you know, if, if the Scummies are a duo and Emily and I are a duo um, Ellie and I share the honour of being the slightly grimmer of the pair <laughs> walked in and honestly you can't move for fucking Christmas oh, she's love produced Christmas. mince pies we've got little wrapped chocolate Brussels sprouts we've got wreaths everywhere there's a wreath in the loo by the way I love, the, I love the wreath on every door we've got mistletoe oh, we've got some you. sort of greeny garland and fairy lights going up the stairs I mean it, it's amazing how are we feeling about Christmas because it's very serene
2: here well as you can tell I'm, I'm a big Christmas fan and I like to go all in my friend Katie took the piss out of me because when she was here one year she discovered Christmas hand towels in the <laughs> toilet I was like, who doesn't have fucking Christmas hand What's wrong with you? It's not that. It's that if one were to meet you, the interface is not immediately <laughs> oh, Mother Christmas. No, people always say that. People always are like, oh, you're quite dark and sardonic. And, and then they're like... But your favourite band is Steps, <laughs> and you really love Riverdance and Christmas, and I'm like, yes, what can I say? And I'm an oh, oh, bit of Buble. Oh, a bit of Oh, who doesn't love a who bit Who doesn't buble, like though? to come around the
1: Alexa and flick yourself off to a bit of Buble? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Merry You're Christmas. Right. That's oh. a turn that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I, do, I do not wank over Buble, but I do think he's rather charming. There's still like... time. <laughs> Did you yeah. try Don't look into do try dry. this at home. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
2: So but yeah, saw... I've doubled down. I've got a Christmas toilet brush now.
1: Oh, Did you see it really? when you went to the yeah. No, Christmas I missed to- it. I didn't know
2: you could get such a thing. Then I saw it in Home Bargains and I was like, oh, there we are. That's it. Will it be bleached and go away and reemerge next year? uh yes of it th- yeah i think so you haven't planned it and she looked <laughs> <a little> terrified <laughs> when i asked her that <laughs> question it was, it was, it it was, no was like religion. my toilet
3: brush on my asshole oh, yes. yeah <laughs> no, i'll put it in the
2: shed i'll put it i'll clean it and put it in the shed and then it will it will it will come back it could be like the a family element this is a thing there was a big thing on mumsnet about is it acceptable to clean a toilet brush by putting it in a dishwasher Blah. Blah. Oh. Blah. and some people think it is we, in fact, we, we did a poll on our Instagram I think, 5% or something, or 10% said it was acceptable. And then
0: someone said they put their toilet seat through the dishwasher. I was like, S- S- why? why? Scientifically, it probably is acceptable. But but emotionally, is it acceptable? No, I don't no, think it is. No, it's been... Mentally. mentally no. no. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's mentally, it's, it's a, it's a mindfuck. <gasps> yeah, yuck. Oh, what yeah, about two Christmas two in Australia where it's so hot and <sighs> then all those poisonous beasties? <gasps> yeah, yeah, hurts? yeah. So,
3: so what I'm looking forward to, we, we have like a cold, like cold lunch, cold platters, you know, lots of... Things. uh mum used to always make a hot lunch as in like um or turkeys hams and all that sort of stuff but we've we've sort of moved on a bit more and we had prawns and things like that and my sister makes the best pavlova an mm. enormous pav lots of cream lots of fruit that's lovely you just eat and have as much food until you you know explode which is in the english tradition as well but it is it is nice going for a swim on christmas oh, oh, oh you, no.
2: Oh, you I'm going for a swim on Christmas Eve. Are you See? going for a swim, <laughs> Emily? I'm going for a swim. How interesting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it won't be as cold. I'll be wearing my bikini, but it'll be very nice. I'll She's be. just
2: encouraging me. I'm so and sorry. I know. I'm no, delighted. It's disgraceful. Yeah. Don't fuck, just start talking about a fucking running in a minute. I'll have to leave the room. Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm... the running has pardon the pun, accelerated.
2: It has.
3: And I've had a year of running, and I did did a marathon, and next year I aiming me to do three marathons.
0: Amazing. I've turned into that kind of thing. Someone told to... me that if you do three marathons, your body starts eating itself. <laughs> wow, thank that you. That's good. Wow. Which is oh, the main reason, of course, that I don't. Right, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes
1: exactly. Yes. Nothing to do with anything else. Tell us your amazing stats, Helen, because oh, it was a... Was a
3: sexy b- stats. Sexy yes. stats, wasn't it? Yes. So, I mean, the, the big stat was... My big aim for this year was I would beat my marathon time by 100 minutes from last year. So that was my... So I'd run the marathon just under six hours the year before, and then this year I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get faster. And so my aim was to run that London marathon four hours and 15 minutes, and I did it in four hours... 14 minutes and 45 oh, seconds. Yes, so that was fantastic. That was it. And I just fucking put my head down and ran. And, and this is so not me, as Ellie would know, because I've been running for five years. I used to go, like, oh, I'm really fast. I'll just run because I'm running. And, you know, never made any goals, never wanted to, you know, go to any strict, training plans, but now I've never missed a training session. I've been running three times a week and and do everything to the absolute letter. Like Ellie used to and told me um that was the way to do it. And then I did it and I liked it. So um So yeah. once again I was right. It's the key yes, to that's, yeah, from that that story. Story. that's what but I'm you trying were... to say without those words. Um, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also your life has changed immeasurably. So we yeah. can I mean regular listeners may remember that Helen separated from her husband and partner of more than twenty years. Oh. Two weeks before the first lockdown? Yeah, that's right.
3: And then, yeah, and then I became sort of like a professional alcoholic and... (laughs) And smoked a pack of fags a day. And, and
0: embraced embraced the dating world with gusto.
3: Yes, yes. I did a lot
0: yeah. of fucking... He was a good one, oh, wasn't he? Man? Oh,
3: I loved him. <laughs> yes, I've got all of Europe, actually. Yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> nice man. <laughs> so I had, I had a very, yeah, I had a very, very good time doing all that. But, yeah, so I've, I've had a bit of a change, but also I'm, I'm really getting high off. I'm, I have never experienced happiness like it. I never knew I could be this happy. So that's, that's been a pretty lovely um revelation really and I just feel like I'm better at most things now because of it. Because of the fact that you got divorced or because
0: of the fact that you're running or both?
3: All of them and I've just made better decisions. Mm. I think I think not being clouded by someone I was trying to um explain to Ellie the other night, but when you're in a toxic relationship you're always fearful of being criticised or put down or doing things wrong. And finally I feel like that is lifted. And, like, I can make decisions and, and own them, really. But I, I, I said to Elliot, like, when I was painting the stairs a couple of weeks ago, I had a flash going, oh, he's going to hate this. I've done it wrong. And I was like, fuck, where did that come from? Oh, you know, yeah. like, the residual. Mm. And I'm sure listeners who have been in those sort of, you know, toxic relationships will know that, that you, you're you constantly on edge that someone's mm. going to put you down. And so I think that's taken a long time to kind of get rid of. Like, even when I, like, I was cooking, going, oh, he's going to hate this food. And it took that took months mm. to kind of... Get rid of as well. Emily
0: and I sometimes talk about it because Emily's such a celestial being and also a compulsive apologizer that if you had ended up with the wrong person, yes, absolutely. And your husband says the same thing, doesn't he? You were ripe for for total manipulation. Yeah,
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I apologize to kind of Alexa for accidentally like waking her up, or the other day I I paused a podcast and I went, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, somehow. Do you remember um, we were
0: watching um, a few weeks ago, uh, we started together watching um, I May Destroy You in All Its Night? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emily couldn't stop calling it may I destroy you (laughs) (laughs) may I destroy
1: you sorry thank you please it's so true Mm. and and I think that yes if I had sort of landed with someone who was going to exploit that which Mm. they very easily could Mm. exploit that sort of real codependent tendency yeah then i might have been in real trouble luckily Mm. i've married a celestial being as well
3: Mm. yeah he's another one yeah tip top bloke but yeah so um but i started seeing someone i've had like six dates with, with a nice man and he's very nice and i've decided that I'm not going to apologise for anything. Like, I I have these things where, like, we have a date and then my instant after he leaves going, oh, sorry, did I talk about that too much? Or oh, sorry, I should have given, you know, that food or, oh, ne- next time we'll do that. And I physically stop myself from texting him. Like, so I'm just making a decision not to apologize and I, and I i'm just
0: seeing well, how it goes it's a muscle this yeah anything, yeah you know isn't it if you flex that muscle then you will start to you know it's a bit like running yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: and this is you know and the first imagine
0: you turn into a massive asshole <laughs> You, know, you go from apologising constantly to just yeah, you know, yeah. being some but
1: that's, take that bitch yeah exactly. that's what happens to me in because when I'm so, I get so nervous about having to be assertive that I end up accidentally coming across super rude because I'm like right I must take out all those I'm sorry's or would you mind if or whatever yeah, yeah, and in yeah. the end it's like do it <laughs> <laughs> then you're like oh no no that's oh, really no, 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 no. So, so getting that balance right between sort of assertiveness and kind of politeness is, is a, it's yeah. a it's a tricky line for me to balance mm.
3: definitely mm. no i'll get i'll get there one
0: stumbling block at a time there's been a lot of painting in your house you've mm. been painting, painting have you finished up painting that kitchen yet i've
3: finished painting i've just got to i've ordered the handles and they haven't arrived yet so i can't put everything back on because i need to put new handles on all the cupboards are
0: you going to put, the, put it back on yourself yeah oh
3: my god I wanted to do it all myself all by myself so that's yeah so that was good but I painted the staircase and sanded it back all by myself I had a week off and the kids went there so that was excellent therapy and now I keep thinking but um yeah the the do, the who I'm seeing at the moment he's come every week and I said oh will finish it the next time you come over it's still not finished and then we were sitting on the sofa and I was like what should I what what colour should I paint the bookcase and he said darling finish the kitchen
0: first <laughs> He's a kind man. You're like good mental health emotion.
3: Yeah. So, How, how's no. your
0: mental health, Ellie? Oh, right.
2: <laughs> Up and down, isn't it? It's just life, isn't it? And it's that stage of life. I think we're all getting older and everyone's getting older, and it's all just like, oh, right. Yes. We well,
0: and yeah.
2: Christmas, and then I've got a son who's got a, a birthday in December as well. So, it's all a bit. Ah! But uh, we're nearly there. We'll be yeah. All right.
3: yeah, and you and Ellie made the most magnificent birthday cake in the whole world on the weekend—the BB Eight uh, Star Wars
2: cake. Oh yeah, it was an
3: inter- internet sensation.
2: Yeah, I'm basically Mary Berry now. <laughs> is, is is what we're saying? I made a BB Eight. Basically, I just got some cakes, white cakes, and put Smarties on them, and then but I put the big one on a lazy Susan, <gasps> so when you span it round, it span round like BB Eight, and now. Uh, My son gave a shit for about four seconds, so that was well worth it. But surely all the the parents went, "Behold the beauty!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's really who it's about. and you bought thirty inflatable lightsabers. Yes, and I hired a Jedi, and (laughs) it was a good time. Did you you hire a Jedi? Yeah. Where did you hire a Jedi? Tatooine. What's it do? He comes and he just like and we and then we just hired a little there's a little community centre so we just hired like the the space in there and he just took all the kids in the room literally shut the doors i mean we could see through the glass so just in case he was a nonce so it's fine <laughs> um but yeah and then he just let them batter him with inflatable lightsabers for two hours while we got shit faced on prosecco <laughs> uh-huh. and so it was very highly recommend it if, if you can manage it because Jones never had a proper party because he's 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 eight so he was little and then Covid times and I was like just you, you can have one big party one where big. you can invite the whole class because normally he just has a little party here with like six of his friends and my dad does a magic show uh, so it was, it was a bit bit leveled <laughs> up a bit Yeah, year. but he did also have a tea party just for family and my dad did a magic show I, I was yeah. just about
1: to say because I, I think your dad would not have been happy about being replaced by no, the yeah, he was, Jedi he, he was pretty insistent on, <laughs> yeah.
2: on doing the
3: uh, doing the magic show which, which you were here for yeah the, it was absolutely was... splendid and he pretended to be Spanish and he did yeah. three um, shows and then what was delightful at the end it was just my kids and Ellie's kids that Joe stood up on a chair and your dad was wearing a hat and he went that's not a magician that's my granddad oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that was the best <laughs> magic trick of all yeah.
1: so one of the most moving things i watched on social media this year was your walk you guys do you want to talk a little about about your walk i loved your walk
3: that was one of the best things i've ever done in my life we and i walked 100 miles uh in the yorkshire dales uh, up to the lake district and it was ellie's dad who had the vision yeah he bought or did you buy the book for him no he bought the book yeah that was him it's called lady anne's way and we walked in the in the footsteps of lady anne who was a wealthy landowner and we followed all her you know what was it? Her well-to-do
1: houses.
2: Yeah, was, she used to go to collect the. The tithes or some shit. Which must have been quite revolutionary
1: yeah. in those days for a woman to go and collect the money, you no? Know? Surely mm. that would have been, like, quite yeah. a novel thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. She was a bit of a badass yeah. in, her, in, her, in her time. So we we walked around to reasonably
2: priced um, B&Bs, yeah. ate a lot of pork. With your brother as well? He yeah, my brother was there. It was very jolly, yes. I had a great old time, yeah. But and next year, we're going not uh, not with, sadly, my dad and Helen's brother, but Helen and I are going to walk to Everest. <gasps> (gasps) So that's gonna be. Okay, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna say it. Where is
0: Everest? In Nepal. Okay, it's a big mountain. Where are we gonna walk from here to there? No, 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 no.
3: We're flying to (laughs) Kathmandu and then taking another flight to the but we're walking to Everest base camp. Oh. So we're not, we're not,
1: we're not, being not like, climbing Everest. We're not,
3: you know, no. not, it's not no, an no, extension of Ellie. climbing.
0: And when they say Kilimanjaro base camp, it's still climbing, isn't it's it? Still, it's still, a, it's a gentle incline.
3: It's more the altitude. Yeah, maybe. it's not ropes and shit like that, is it? It's the suspension sorry. bridges though, Ellie, if you've read the thing, there oh. will be a
1: suspension bridge. Oh my God. I'm afraid of heights, afraid of heights so, uh, yeah. but I'm,
3: I'm brave. And, um, and this time I'm going to take some some kind of antidepressant or sedative. Because last time I was yes. a little. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, any any drugs? Not I would... alcohol,
0: I don't think was a. What drugs ranges. can you
3: take with you to foreign
2: countries? Just... Oh, prescription uh, shit. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. You all can right. buy loads of shit in Kathmandu, I'm sure. Yeah, I <laughs> bet you can. Okay. Yeah. I can. Bet you can. Yeah. Um,
1: um, and why are you doing it? And is it because of um of the walk, and you just decided to kind of like level up your walk,
2: or. Um, I've always been really fascinated by Everest and sort of. Start, I've seen all the films and read all the books. I've got no desire to go up it because that's obviously insane, you'll probably die. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of fascinated by why people do want to go up it and I'd like to go and talk to some of them and, and see it and just see it. So I was like, well, let's do it. And then we're going to do it for the Born charity, which is because my son Joe was born uh, nine weeks early and they fund research into stopping that sort of thing happening. So we're going to do it for them. And then uh, while we're there, we're going to try and break the Guinness World Record for the world's highest stand-up comedy show. So that's the... We have been in touch with Guinness, and it's... They've approved our application.
1: No so way. So we
3: we'll be world record holders.
1: gummies. that is yes. amazing. And it will
2: be will our 10-year anniversary. Will you do it to a, an audience at base camp? We have to do it to an audience. There's all sorts of rules. It's a proper thing. So tickets, there's we tickets. We need all to, sell to, to sell yeah. tickets. We have to have an altimeter that actually tracks how high we are. We have to do all this shit. <laughs> So. so if
0: you're very high, people will presume either be lightheaded and hysterical or vomiting.
2: Also, don't so forget that the audience is going to be, be people who are about to go over So many of them will be f- looking at death in the face. <laughs> this will be the last comedy they'll ever hear, potentially. So yeah. we better be fucking funny.
3: Jokes about our fadgers and Yeah, yeah. Really, let's yeah. really stick I'll, with
2: them. Crevasse. I'll show you a crevasse. Yeah. That sort of <laughs> a lot of that. You are very funny.
0: <laughs> This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, you guys know that we're not shy about getting things off our chest. The tiny inconveniences that can ruin our days to the big, overwhelming worries that can flood our nights. Trouble is, we all got into the habit of saying, I'm absolutely fine. Emily and I added the but specifically to get off autopilot and give ourselves the space to say what we were really experiencing.
1: But we weren't always so free with our inner furies. A few years ago, I began experiencing debilitating panic attacks because I felt I couldn't tell anyone all the things that I was feeling, that I was not coping, that I felt like a failure. I was so ashamed. So I kept it all bottled inside. And of course, it started leaking out. It was only when I found a therapist and began sharing those doubts and insecurities with her that the
0: panic began to dissipate. Because therapy can be a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists
1: anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash midalt. That's better... H-E-L-P dot com slash midult. Better help,
0: because sometimes the best thing to do is acknowledge that we are not, in fact, absolutely fine.
1: Lot and of that. Will you live stream it so that audiences back home can watch it? I, hope I don't so. so. Yeah. That would be amazing. We'll definitely film it.
2: It um, might not be our best gig, that's the thing. I don't know if we'll. No, right. yeah, we might be high. We might be <laughs> completely <laughs> off our
3: fucking faces, but we'll see, because I've never been up that high. You you did Machu Picchu, didn't you? Yeah. That's absolutely. quite high. Yeah. How high yeah. is
0: Everest it's from sea level? From it's
3: very high. <laughs> oh, of,
2: it's it's of, very very high. I wouldn't say very some 800 meters
3: or something yes we're going to break the record by 300 feet because a nepalese um comedy duo did one on a slightly smaller mountain and we are feeling slightly bad if we're going to beat the nepalese in their own country but here we are
1: um
2: (laughs) not that bad oh no 8849 meters that's mount everest
1: this is the most amazing i can't believe that this is not this hasn't been the everywhere on your social yet is well that because we'll you're build
3: keeping... it up for next year because next year is our 10 year anniversary so we're oh. doing a big 10 year anniversary we've already I think booked about 45 gigs and one of our biggest gigs will be down the road at the Catford Broadway Theatre mm. and that's an 800 seater theatre and we've got two nights there that's the 23rd and 24th of February so that's a big that's a big to do and then, yeah, we're going all around the country, like Newcastle and all sorts of places. Big, yeah. big, We're going north a bit. We all get told off for not going north, but it is far. Uh, and we like not driving very far. But we're going to do it. We'll do it, we'll do it for you. Well, mothers. I was going to
0: ask you about New Year's resolutions. And I mean, you know, 10th anniversary, massive gigs, Everest. I'm just going to try to not go mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is our attempt not to go mad. We're yes. filling our.
3: And Ellie's been learning Italian every Thursday. She's going to community college.
2: Yeah. Yeah, go to Community College, me and a lot of very nice retired people sitting there talking about gelato. (laughs) Absolutely delightful.
3: It? And I love all the stories. It's like it's like a little sitcom when you come back from Italian class about, oh, this is Angela and Colin
2: and, yeah, and yeah. all the characters. It's yeah. been delightful. There's um, about eight people called Angela in the class at one yeah. point. some have left
0: now, So, <laughs> And yeah. what are the different motivations for doing Italian at community
2: college? Well, I started Italian in the in the lockdown. I, I talked to this girl in, in Rome three times a week. Um, it was a bit like therapy <laughs> because <laughs> we were, it was on Zoom, obviously, and she would... Tell me what was going on in Italy, which is quite badly as well. <laughs> Terrible, yeah. So, yeah, and we, we, we went for a lot together. So, but then she's gone back to her normal job. She runs a tourist office uh, agency in Rome. So anyway, she's doing that. So then I was like, well, I'll, I want to carry on with it, but I don't trust myself to just do it. And then, yeah, um, I, go, I go to Bromley once a week and just sit in this room and it's like £100 a term. It's hilarious. Like, it's all subsidised adult education and it's really basic. But it's really fun. The lessons are quite slow paced because we have to wait for everyone to find their glasses or you know <laughs> their page for everyone or like <laughs> Sometimes if I forget a word, they'll be like, "Oh, you're perimenopausal." <laughs> That's what that is. That's what that is. Uh, but yeah, it's it's delightful. Wow. How, so yeah.
0: how is the actual language going?
2: Benigrazzi. Oh, oh. good accent. That's that means... all I can say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it very well. <laughs>
0: uh, you're going yeah. to retire to Italy one day.
2: What? Pe- funny. Do you Pete love would, Italy? Yeah, I love yeah. Italy. Love Italy. And Pete and I would like to. Well, we'd like to winter in Venice. That's our plan. But uh, we'd also like to win the fucking lottery so we can afford yes. to win through in Venice. But my idea is that he will slowly turn into Stanley Tucci. That's my, <laughs> that's my goal. How's that going? He is balding, so we're on the way. And we're if he could
3: just learn how to tie a nice scarf. I was about yes. to say, just and to let's cook. just get... <laughs> yes, yes. And
2: make cocktails.
3: Oh,
0: oh and that voice. Mm. I mean, he's he's become a proper fantasy oh. Stanley Tucci, oh, hasn't he? Yeah. No one noticed him for years and now. Oh, here every year oh. Women in their 40s in
2: London. Oh, I'm yeah. drifting off now. I'm <laughs> mentioning Tucci and Buble. I was about <laughs> to say by the fire, high fiving over your back.
0: Who, who'd you rather? Ooh.
3: Oh. Who'd the, I reckon Tucci'd be the better lover. So do I. Tucci every time. I reckon he's got a real quiet
1: confidence. Oh, I don't know. Buble is really funny. Yes, yes. Really I've like dinner really with Buble
3: funny. and then bedroom with Tucci.
0: Oh. Oh, I wonder how Tucci would feel about that. I'm sure he sees himself as a conversationalist. And... Can, t- can Tucci cook the dinner? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, in the kitchen. <laughs> and then while what, what, he's washing up? Yes. You get warmed up with buble Yes, yes,
2: yes, yeah. by the fire. Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 Tucci yeah. makes some cocktails for
1: everybody.
2: And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> off we go.
0: Oh, I mean, this is all feeling very Christmasy, if Isn't you ask it? me.
1: This is the fantasy, right? Mm. Tucci and buble nestling by an old, what is it? By a warm oak fire? No. Yeah. warm oak fire? <laughs> warm oak fire? What is that word? Chestnuts roasting so on so posh, she burns open, open fire. Yes, an <laughs> open
0: fire. An open fire. An open fire. Oh, I open fire. warm oak fire.
1: <laughs> we, only, we only burnt oak in my, <laughs> in, in my estate. Oh. I do not have an estate. No. What's
2: your New Year's resolution then? If you say cold water swimming, I'm going to throw this cup of tea at you. <laughs>
1: is it cold? <laughs> four degrees (laughs) that'll be fine well good question I think that I am going to try really hard to create more space for myself I think can I say
0: some space for yourself a
1: little bit of space for myself I think and that's partly my own making do you know what I mean the fault of not having any space it isn't everybody crowding me and me having no agency it's me not asking for it so I think I'm just going to ask for a little bit more space
0: yeah, see, if you believe that you're entitled to it and that it's okay if you to do that, you started to believe that a bit more.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, th- I can also... Because you see don't that- need much. I mean, no. like where I might need
0: <clears throat> two weeks, you need 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, and I also think that... I also think that I just sort of wasn't open to the possibility of it. Do you know what I mean? You can get mm. yourself... Caught in that trap, I think, of thinking, you know, I just can't, I can't, but actually, I think I can. And Annabelle and I went and did some writing. We went away for four days. It was great. I'd like to do that again. You know, just that's bits. Right. Of, yeah. And I think that feels like a really like good achievable goal mm-hmm. that actually probably will help everybody around me as well as she says mm. in that. You know, still sticking with the martyr theme. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. space. That's what I want. Oh, that's
0: a
2: good
1: answer. Yeah. Mm. You're Your
0: oxygen. Finally, we're getting to your oxygen mask. Yeah. When Emily started doing therapy about 10 years ago and the therapist was trying to explain to this idea that you put your own oxygen mask on first, yeah. whether it's mm. literally or emotionally, because, yeah. you know, you, you can't pour from an empty cup, all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Emily couldn't no. process the <clears throat> idea that she would look after herself in order really to yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, I find that really hard. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like I find I'm like, no, I, I couldn't possibly do that. Mm. Like put the oxygen myself first. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. no, but you I give can see it to everyone else's glass.
3: needs so much clearer than my own. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I think it's just, uh, and like I said, it, I think it's 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 purely it's my problem, not theirs. Do you know what I mean? And I think mm. when you realise that, that's quite healthy as well. Yeah, because I think that's the biggest switch that you make. Yes, because of, than well, thinking, what you're really oh.
0: saying is, is you're not letting them down if you do it. Yes, you're sort of letting yourself down if you don't.
1: Exactly. Mm. So there you go. I'm
0: really keen on this. Good. I'll probably get more of you oh that's true we can yeah. go away some more yeah exactly as we approach christmas what are the christmas traditions anybody have any strange and interesting christmas traditions that don't, you know apart from extreme alcoholism
3: oh it's very good though i very, very much enjoy that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um my mum always makes so many christmas cakes that's what i found very she well was... actual fruit ones yeah she would make about i don't know about 25 of them stay up all night um, making them for everyone, and then I get sent one from Australia as well. So she'd make me one, and that's my Christmas. Is he eating an entire Christmas cake made by my mum? <laughs> I really, really love it. So that's one of the things I'm very much looking forward to. But she's always done it, and and her list gets bigger every year because everyone loves her cakes. And um, yeah, but I just remember like you know there'd be like vats of soaking almonds and soaking fruit and all that sort of stuff. So it's a bit, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not like my mother. She's very organised and very. That's probably why. I like Ellie um she reminds me of her you're just slightly less christian
2: oh <laughs> to some extent yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not so much into the queen yeah. you um, know what i said to my son the other day when he came home talking about the nativity i was uh, like that's a good story isn't it <laughs> now we need to have a chat
0: god mm. christmas cake it's a sign of being a grown-up that like, isn't it as a child oh, you're like oh it's an abomination it. it's an abomination and then suddenly oh god, you're in your mid-20s you go Oh my god, that's delicious.
3: Oh, the richness. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely. I get very, very excited about Christmas cake. Um, but yeah, how about you guys? Have you got, is there, a, is there a Christmas tradition on Christmas Day
0: that you like to? Well, my Christmas tradition for the last few years, part of being a sort of weird, you know, sort of like not your funny shaped family, is mm. a lot of fucking driving. Yeah. yeah? Mm. I mean, like four hours on Christmas Eve, four hours on Christmas Day, four hours on Boxing Day. Like. Oh,
2: she's oh, yeah. like Chris Rea. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
3: Or Chris Ray is. Like, it's
2: not Chris it. Ray. It's not Chris Ray. Of course, it's not Chris Ray. That's what she says. <laughs> oh, I know you. that now. <laughs> <laughs> we do a version in our show called "Can't Be Asked with Christmas," and uh, yeah, she's in, she introduced Chris Ray. No. no, but
0: I mean, I can't really be asked with Christmas. No. I was, I just, I, I sort of don't care. it's Like we were saying, well, yeah, we well, Emily, you know, it's always, oh, will I get it done?
2: I mean, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you won't and no one will die. No, yeah, that's,
1: that's it. This is the first year that I've not organised a Christmas shop to be delivered. Wow. I know. I feel like I'm literally flying by the seat of my <laughs> <laughs> you know hand.
0: I mean, like,
2: this
1: is really out of control. <laughs> I
2: don't usually get one because I'm worried they won't have the stuff or they'll bring the wrong stuff. Substitution. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. No, well, normally I pay for it and I've done it in October and I'm super smug about it. This time I'm just like... <laughs> the shop. see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Good the shop. That's <laughs> what I'm going to say to you. Good luck.
2: You've got to get there for fucking opening and there'll be a queue, but then it'll all be
0: fine. I remember doing that with my mum as a kid, getting to the supermarket at sort of whatever time it opened, you know, quarter to 8 on Christmas Eve to do the big. We'd bump into all her friends. Oh, She'd nice. have a trolley, I'd have a trolley. They just you know, apart from like, you know, a, you know, a butcher, there wasn't really delivery.
3: No. Yeah. No, no, no. You had to get there to get the parsnips and the sprouts and all the things. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, Christmas, you yeah. really mobilized out into the world rather than just sort of sitting home and panicking. That was probably a good thing, actually.
3: Yeah. Get yeah, yourself so out there. Absolutely. Like, I
0: wouldn't care if someone just handed me a Domino's Pizza on Christmas Day. All the fuss. I don't really like ceremony and hype. Mm. i like, oh, have you done the parsnips and the honey
2: roasted sausages? I just sort of... Oh, no, but I like... Because I love cooking. Anyway, that's... Which helps, right? That's a good place to start Fun. from. I love cooking. But I love having a reason just to fucking be on my own. True. In the kitchen with whatever I want Ava on the radio. Even people Doing off. all the shit. I yeah. do not want people helping me. I do not want you in my fucking space. And I really like being able to just lock myself away for a bit. But in a way that suggests that I'm a really good person yes. and I'm doing something really selfless. Yeah,
0: yeah. so, it's, so it's controlling, it's also virtue signalling, it's yeah. also avoidant. Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely. having a really hard relay. All through my 20s, I, <laughs> my, 20s well, my, my nuclear family, my sort of family of origin sort of exploded. So I thought, OK, I'm going to make this all better by having every wafer and streg possible So I'd be cooking at some sort of 22 Christmas lunch with everything, with a lot to prove, mm. for about 20 people. Oh God. And I was, you know, and I'd start, you know, with a fucking giblet stock for the gravy on Christmas Eve, and it would go on. I'd be up at five in the morning, bring the turkey in. So sort of pissed, probably on drugs, and I did that for, for years <laughs> until. And one Christmas I just knew it was too much, and I think I've ruined it for myself. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. But you've done. You've proved no, it. it's no, like no, you've
3: absolutely. run the marathon. You're like, well, that's done. I can I can get that, that done. Last on my first um, Christmas as a single mum, it was you know. Absolute pandemic time. And I just said to the kids, let's all choose three favourite foods and we'll have that as our Christmas dinner. And so Hugo had pizza, Skittles and strawberries Matilda had, I think it was macaroni, cheese, baby tomatoes and, oh, I can't remember the other thing. And I had a roast chicken and, and like, so we just, and, oh, yeah, cucumber. And so we just, we just put it all on the table and it was all our favourite food. And we had party hats and, and all our favourite drinks. And it was joyful and didn't have to be turkey, but it was just like, this is our party, this is our family of three. You see,
0: that to me is a Christmas tradition in the making. Yeah. And, like a super, super happy one. I think yeah. it's completely genius. Yeah, it's just just bowls of your favourite food. And yeah. Skittles does go with chicken. Because, because my, my brother now, <laughs> my brother could. Yeah. My my brother and I generally does this whole, you know, cr- Christmas lunch with And and apparently he enjoys it, but actually it's quite stressful even to be around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I'm just triggered, but it's like, oh god. <laughs> I can hardly even watch. <laughs> yeah. But you can eat it, and, and joyfully, I'm sure. Yeah, the only bit that no-one really wants... I was watching some stand-up on Telly the other day, and it was Ramesh, and he was talking about... Um, people say vegans are taking over the world, but in mm. fact, there are many more people who hate vegans than there are vegans. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was saying, you know, you're also so snobby about, you know, what other people eat in different countries. So, like, the, you know, do, oh, my God, they eat dogs. And he said, in China, that, dog, that infamous dog festival, a couple of thousand dogs are killed... In the UK, December alone, one million turkeys are murdered, and no one even likes them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be happy yeah. with the roast potatoes and the pigs in blankets, and it's just the oppression of the turkey.
3: Mm, exactly, it's too much, too much, and yeah, as you said, and then you have the, all the leftovers that you don't know what to do with, and it's a bit dry. It's just like a shit chicken. What do you
2: mean? Then the twelve days of eating again. How am I? Can,
3: I almost ate, ate that whole ham by myself because my kids can't. Ellie and I, for the Christmas podcast every year, have a ham off. We both do a ham, and then the guests have to choose the best ham. And then I took my ham home with me, and just slowly, over the course of five days, mm. ate an entire
0: Christmas <laughs> ham. <I remember. laughs> you can have ham any time of the day. Did you just have ham in your hand, or did yes. you have it in various yes. interesting so ways? So what
3: I like to do is have it on a plate with a sharp knife in the fridge. So yeah. when I open the fridge door, I just slowly, just, just slowly hack off a chunk. And, and like, I just walk past little ham condiments.
1: No,
0: i oh, just a ham purist.
3: Just, just, but but I'd, I'd richly um, glazed it so it would the glaze sort of sunk to the bottom. So I could what I did was I'd shave the ham off and then dip it in the leftover glaze mm. that was sitting in the bottom what of the was plate. The glaze? Wow, uh, it was mars bars and <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was quite sweet. It was Quite sweet. Uh, it was like I think it was like brown sugar and marmalade and something else. Was, I it, know, was yeah, it, it? Was it the very... winning ham? It was not this year. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. For the second year in a row, but I'd had a winning streak. I'd done that okay. about two or three years in a row, and now that, that's Ellie's turn. I've passed the ham baton to you. Yeah. So it's this very, Christmas very
1: we're doing something that will drive Ellie mad, which is that my brother-in-law and his wife are doing the turkey and the potatoes, and my husband and I are doing all the trimmings and the bits. No, that's all the recipe for <laughs> disaster. <disgusting. laughs> <laughs> it's
2: an absolute disaster. <laughs> I logistical that, nightmare i agree that's, i, I that's, violently that's a nightmare. agree that that's not good oh, who's God? got a potato peeler no. i'm using it fuck you no 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 no, 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 no. Are you, are
3: you pre-prepped don't you and then come over everything wrapped in foil yeah
2: uh no, no. <laughs> what are you doing everything God,
3: for
0: god's sake oh jesus oh. also Oven space. <laughs> ah, I mean, you're going to have to be really. Fra- you're going to have to create a spreadsheet about who gets, you know, the bits of oven real estate when, because it's you know it's difficult when one person's handling it. I
1: mean, it honestly sounds like we're sort Annabelle's of having flashbacks. I know, <laughs> but I, no, but I do. But I, I know. I feel like we're sort of pretending that it's going to be like a sort of brilliantly sort of coordinated, orchestrally a ship brilliant, need whatever. But I, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm vibing with you, I'm i feeling early, that it might be a recipe for disaster and I will feed back in the new year about uh, who is yeah. announced and alive. <laughs> you'll eat eventually
3: this is what happens is yes. you will eat eventually maybe not at two maybe not at three yeah and then sometimes you have to have to do it in series you're like oh then i'll have to reheat the carrots and yeah, yeah. I, or
2: what's the worst that can happen for example my favorite one of my favorite <laughs> christmas stories of all time uh, years and years ago my mum had a friend whose husband left her uh, not long uh, before christmas for uh, i think his secretary he was about 12 or something um but this much younger woman and he booted his wife out of the house and it was like it was like the 80s i think we could it was well that was to okay. do that sort of yeah. thing mm. so he booted the wife out and he moved the new girlfriend straight in and it was their first christmas together and it was all really nice and she wanted to make it really nice so she like was like let's have not have turkey because that's common let's have goose we'll have goose <laughs> so she put a lovely goose in the oven for on christmas day and then they went off to church and when they came back the house had burned <it>. Karma. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I
0: think, let's end with a miracle. <laughs> And we will see you. We insist on seeing you when you come back from Everest next year, so you can tell us all about that, don't you agree? Hundred oh, yes. percent.
2: Oh, oh my goodness. We'll ring you from the from base camp. Will <laughs> you come on our podcast next year? Yes, please. We could have done it today, but we can never be asked to do two <laughs> in a day because we get too tired. <laughs> like yeah, racing, it wasn't it? Yeah. No, too much, get too much. You need a shower in between. Too much, too much. Yeah. yeah okay, we'll <laughs> Oh, no, boob there in again. Again, <laughs> oh, I mean, speaking of spit-roasting. Anyway. <laughs> so when well, we come
0: on your podcast, I'm going to make you play Mary uh, Shag throw off a Cliff. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, please. I just that. couldn't quite think of the examples today, but I'm going to come with a really good list. All right, brilliant. Got time. We'll do yeah. that. Good, so, good. We'll come along. All right, yeah, you get you the warm-up swammy. fire on and we'll yeah. be there.
2: <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, Thanks, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.
0: You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Mid-Out. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe.